0: Okay, so this is Anki part 32. Patient at advanced maternal age and urinal atresia on ultrasonography. Associated complication. This patient could have the ventricular septal defect because this is a case of Down syndrome. Now, clinical presentation of post-ural puncture headache. So, the patient will have positional headache, stiffness in the neck, photophobia, diplopia, hearing loss, tinnitus and it is self-limiting but still you can go for a Epidural patch blood patch if it's severe Dash can cause the late acceleration in the fetal heart rate uh, on non-stress testing. It's a utero insufficiency Management of the postdural puncture headaches. It is self-limiting first of all if severe then you give epidural blood patch Carboprost uh, is contraindicated uh, in, in case of carboprost is contraindicated in case of asthma. What is the use of carboprost? It is used for postpartum hemorrhage management how it uh, works like what is the mechanism of action it is a synthetic prostaglandin f2 alpha analog it is an agonist right analog next is adverse effect so adverse effect of carboprost is uh, bronchospasm that's why it is contraindicated in case of asthma bleeding in previa is uh, which origin so in previa, it's fetal origin and it is minimal bleeding in placenta previa it is maternal origin and it is heavy bleeding management of deranged fibroid in pregnancy so derange uh, i mean degenerating fibroid in pregnancy management is conservative management you only have to give pain control how to differentiate previa from placenta previa because both can cause painless vaginal bleeding i already mentioned previa blood is from fetal origins and uh, minimal bleeding is there in placenta previa it is maternal origin and heavy bleeding is there management of shoulder dystocia so there is a mnemonic called become where you b stands for breathe do not push e stands for elevate and uh, elevation of the legs and flexion of the hips and thighs against the abdomen that is Mac Robertson procedure. C stands for call for help, A stands for apply superprobic pressure, L stands for enlarge vaginal opening with episiotomy, and M consistent with the different manuals where one is delivery of the posterior arm, second one is wood screw manual where you apply the pressure on the anterior aspect of the posterior shoulders. Rubin's manual where you apply pressure on the posterior aspect of the posterior shoulder another one is caskins manual where mother is on knees and uh, hands like all four uh, kind of animal like structure and another one is generally procedures which you is like uh, inserting fetal head back into the pelvis and then up going for cesarean delivery management of previa diagnosed antenatally so you have to go for a plant season in section at 34 to 35 weeks of gestation. What is the cause of hyponatremia, Cause which is caused by oxytocin because of its, uh, its structure, which is similar to ADH. ADH causes free water absorption and leads to acute hyponatremia. Was a previous shows what fetal heart rate tracing pattern it causes sinusoidal waveform, okay, sinusoidal waveform. The patients with uh, positive urinary HCG and abdominal pain, vaginal bleeding, transvaginal ultrasonography, you see that it's non-diagnostic. Serum HCG's level is less than 3500, what are you going to do? So you'll repeat the beta HCG level after 48 hours, only beta HCG level because if it was more than double zero then you would have done ultrasonography again after two days now polyhydramnios and amniotic fluid index is more than 24 cm and deep vertical pocket size is more than 8 centimeters, and fluid volume is more than 200 ml 2000 ml sorry that is uh, 2 liters your you, routine prenatal uh, laboratory testing performed at 24 to 28 weeks of gestation is hematocrit hemoglobin antibody screening for rh negative and uh, GGT and glucose tolerance test and glucose challenge test both these management of polyhydroamnose if it is severe then you go for and if you see it's a severe and the baby is in preterm like preterm situation is there then you go for immunoreduction you try to put in fluid so that uh, it could last for long lasting uh, like it could last for longer duration but if it is mild asymptomatic and term gestation is there then you'll just wait and accept expectant management yep Clinical features of abruptio placentae, if there is distended tender uterus and uh, high-frequency contraction, you can see that this patient is having abruptio placentae, severe abdominal pain is there, sudden onset of the vaginal bleeding. pre can present up to dash weeks of pregnancy, it can present up to 6 weeks of pregnancy. Okay, so even after pregnancy, you will have uh, pre-eclampsia 6 weeks, okay, later. And therefore, the blood pressure will be high, you will have uh, proteinuria and such such things. New one with microcephaly associated with thin cerebral cortex and multiple intracranial calcification along with hypertonicity what exactly is the diagnosis it is canzonital zika syndrome postpartum patient with the severe headache hypertension and uh, asymmetric motor deficit next step of the management is ct scan of the head so in case of a patient who is uh, in postpartum and now having severe headache hypertension and there is asymmetric motor deficit you must Check for a CT scan of the head because this patient might have preeclampsia. it could have lead to stroke or something like that. Yeah. First line management of the postpartum hemorrhage due to uterine atony is the bimanual massage, uterine massage and high dose of the oxytocin. Indication for the delivery in patient with preterm pre-labor rupture of membrane. It is indicated when it is more than 34 weeks if there is an infection or fetal and maternal compromise. And uh, immigrant pregnant women, with positive interferon gamma release i say what is the next step of management you'll go for an x ray to differentiate between active and the latent tuberculosis beta cg level in hmol is more than equal to 1 lakh that is uh, i mean that is uh, 100000 okay heavy vaginal bleeding beta cg level now Nitrosine test is a feature of cervical insufficiency so a, a nitrosine test in a patient with cervical insufficiency will be what It will be negative because uh, structural weakness of uh, cervix leading to spontaneous painless cervical dilatation without any uterine contraction is nitrosine test, uh, is uh, cervical insufficiency. Okay, negative nitrosine test consistent with cervical insufficiency. Patient in the first trimester with decreased beta CG from previous test, closed cervix. What exactly is the diagnosis here? So, beta CG is low previous test, okay, and uh, closed cervix is there. So, it's missed abortion okay you need to do the ultrasonography to figure out exactly what happens and uh, cervical length if less than 2.5 centimeter, then this is a high risk for preterm delivery and uh, you must give vaginal progesterone if past history was not having any kind of contraction okay patient with non-reactive non-stress testing for normal biophysical profile access, what is the next step of the management it's just reassurance and a patient is there with the high-risk feature of preeclampsia develops hypertension with worsening proteinuria. Next step of the management is you will uh, give him the patient inpatient care. Okay, and possibly preterm delivery could occur. So that's why. In IRIS patients of preeclampsia 24, a urine test of the total protein is done. And it is initially recommended at the first visit itself to rule out uh, the baseline renal function. Like to figure out what exactly the baseline renal function is history of neonatal sepsis in previous pregnancy is an indication for intrapartum penicillin prophylaxis in current pregnancy. True? Yeah, it is true, okay. So if there is a history of neonatal sepsis, then uh, this could be an indication for intrapartum penicillin prophylaxis for GBS in current pregnancy. Complication of inadequate weight gain in pregnancy could be preterm delivery and low birth weight. Exercise is contraindicated in a patient with severe history of cervical insufficiency is it true or false yeah it is true placenta previa is painless or painful it is painless and it is occurring after 20 weeks of gestation exercise is contraindicated in a patient with the cesarean section history false it is not contraindication in such cases now clinical but if it is a classical then it could be or if there are extensive myomectomy it could be like that clinical presentation of placenta previa you'll have a painless vaginal bleeding, more than 20 weeks of gestation. Absolute contraindication for exercise in pregnancy. So these includes the amniotic fluid leakage, cervical insufficiency, multiple gestation, placental abruption, placenta previa, premature labor, preeclampsia, gestational hypertension, and severe heart and lung diseases. Contraindications to external cephalic version, all four labors like uh, prior classical, cesarean delivery, vertical incisions, uterine myomectomy, and placenta previa. Exercise is contraindicated patient with preeclampsia yeah it is contraindicated okay risk factors for preterm pre-labor rupture of membrane so it has the prior preterm premature rupture of membrane and condition that over distance or weakens the membrane can lead to prone rupture that is the polyhydramnios, which leads to overdistension you uh, genital urinary infections which leads to weakening and also intrapartum bleeding yeah exercise is contraindicated in a patient with multiple gestation true it is contraindicated in an ultrasound, in the second and the third trimester, if it shows the discrepancy of the estimated gestational age, the fetal measurement that should be suspected. So you should su- suspect that there is some kind of growth problem going on. Okay. If you see that there is no contraction, like there is contraction, but uh, fetal heart rate tracing shows a straight line what it could be. So in such cases, you, the cause could be like absent or undetectable pulse, which is... Uh, mainly because of the sleeping fetus if it's not there then uh, like after 40 minutes you test it then again you see the same line then you will see the variability if pattern is less than 5 then you say that it could be because of the cns depressant drugs which mother might be taking such as narcotics alcohol or any kind of specific drug and uh, prematurity and fetal hypoxia these are the causes Indication of using prophylactic intramuscular 17 hydroxyprogesterone, it is when there is prior preterm delivery and also it was because of the contraction like preterm labor. Okay. Causes of persistently absent or minimal variability on fetal heart rate monitoring. So, again, I mentioned persistently absent or minimal variability is because of the CNS depressant drugs such as narcotics, alcohol, and uh, fetal sleep and prematurity and fetal hypoxia. Yeah growth uh, lag if it is global then it is occurring in first parameter it is called a symmetric fetal growth restriction and because of the chromosomal and congenital infection chromosomal abnormality and congenital infection patient with iud with ultrasonography confirmed intrauterine pregnancy wish to continue the pregnancy what is the next step of the management so if a patient uh, is pregnant with even with the use of iud and uh, she has an intrauterine pregnancy and now she wants to continue the pregnancy the only thing you can do is now to remove the IUD. That's it. Congenital infection is associated with which type of fetal growth restriction? It is the symmetric type. Patient with IUD positive pregnancy test, thin endometrium or ultrasound. What is the next step in the management? It is transvaginal ultrasonography. Okay. You need to check whether this patient uh, because pregnancy test is positive and patient was using IUD, so there are chances that there is this might be a case of contraceptive failure. Indication for herpes simplex virus prophylaxis during pregnancy. And you yeah, see that you saw that there was thin endometrium. That means uh, there is no intrauterine pregnancy. So it, it says that you must go for and transvaginal ultrasonography so that you could see an ectopic pregnancy. Indication for herpes simplex prophylaxis during the pregnancy. It is given any prior lifetime history of a herpes infection. You must give it. OK antiviral suppression is begin beginning at uh, 36 weeks to prevent the lesion from developing before the liver. dash is indicated in the management of the spontaneous abortion if there is infection or hemodynamic instability if there is instability and uh, infection before the spontaneous abortion suction curettage is indicated okay yeah next step in the management of a patient with hemodynamic instability hemoperitoneum due to rupture of the ectopic pregnancy you Quickly have to do emergency surgical exploration and uh, stabilize the patient. Management of spontaneous abortion. Spontaneous abortion, how will you manage it? If the patient is hemodynamically stable, you'll just wait. Expectant management. You can give a drug named mesoprostol to complete the abortion. If the patient already has undergone a spontaneous abortion and the patient is stable, you can go and wait for some time. Expectant management. Along with that, you can give mesoprostol. But if the patient is hemodynamically unstable, quickly go for suction curatage, and gave the NTDRH immunoglobulins. Yeah, this is it for this lecture. Thank you.